Thank you for tuning in to Let's Talk one more time. Today is the third installment of our series dealing with single mothers and the struggles that they face. And during this third episode, you're going to hear a little bit about the social pressures that they face, looking forward to the future, concerning relationships, possibilities to come, how would they handle it, what could be considered, and those type of things. We hope you've been enjoying this series among the other series we've been presenting. And if you have ideas or questions concerning topics that you would like to hear from us, please let us know. Thanks again for tuning in to Let's Talk. Here's another question. Have you ever experienced any, let's say, societal or cultural pressures being a single mom? Society often, for no good reason, would look down at a single mother. Have you ever experienced such and how did you deal with it? Ms. Rona, you can start. Ms. Justine, you can answer after. The pressures that I get is the social pressures. Is like when you like witnessing, like in a group, or and you're witnessing to people, they, the male or the opposite sex would always come up. And like those kind of thoughts, which I try to block out because I, I often tell people, it's not about me. It's about, it's not about you. It's not about having somebody just focusing on God. And I try to put all my all into it. Sister Sidney said, if God is going to send somebody to you, he will send it. And so you don't have to listen to all of these talks and these pressures. And that allows you to go and do things contrary to God's standards. And so there you find yourself in problems. So I'm encouraging myself not to listen to people and the pressure of having a, a partner or a husband or whatever you want to call it. I just want to live my life pleasing to God so that I can experience the blessings and joy and benefits that he have to offer me here on earth and the kingdom in heaven. I try not for that to bother me anymore. But before it was like, really, there's something wrong with me or they consider, I know of even Christian people consider you as damaged goods. And so that acted on me for a while. But then I know that now that not everybody's grown spiritually. So you would get some who would think like that or who would say things like that, but it's, it doesn't bother me anymore because if everybody has been through stuff, has done stuff in their lifetime already. And yeah, God called me. He, he, I'm not a saint. I'm not a, did my rounds. And yeah, just, I'm just allowing God to just rule and read in my life. And yeah. Yes, I think society have, it's like a norm now that single mothers out there, you guys can do it. And then they go and have five, six children, and then you can see yeah. that it's, I think that is a norm now, so that when they see you, they're like, so when are you going for the second one? I'm like, <laughs> it's so probably one. You want me to go look for a second one without the right partner? No, thank you. But, and it is, if it's something you thought of, like having more children, you know what you've been through the first time. That is not what God intends for you. And it's going to be a struggle to flee from temptation or anything like that. And 
see that verse pop in my head. Wait, I say on the Lord. So it's just, it's easy to say, but we need to practice it in our lifestyle. And I try to make sure that thing is like a constant thing in my head, just playing over my head. Wait, I say on the Lord or seeking first the kingdom of God. Things I know that can help me to do when those thoughts of pressures come into my head, mm-hmm. I, a verse will pop up and I just, and then I feel at peace, at mm-hmm. rest again, knowing that God has a plan for me. He knows all the plans. Even before I was born, he knows what he has there for me. So I'm just walking in his way. Okay. Sister Verona, you shared earlier about leaving scripture verses for your son to see or teaching him certain or giving him certain stories from the Bible about young men and serving God. Sister Cindy, how do you encourage your little one? He's six years old. Well, how do you encourage him in having his own personal relationship with the Lord Jesus? Sister Cindy, you go ahead and answer, and then Sister Verona can answer after. Yes, I started off first by reading a scripture verse from the Bible with him and then tried to explain it to him, but I realized he just not interested in that. So I found Superbooks which is a little Christian series. You can get it on YouTube. It's about children going through something and then they fly them back in time into a Bible story that reflects what they're going through. And then they learn something new and how they can apply it in their daily lives. We will watch it together, an episode, and then I will... Ask him, what did he understand from it? What is the turn going through? And what Bible story did you see? And, and what is going on? And that's where I'm seeing him, like, he's putting it together. Like, this is happening. And then the Bible first with Jonah. Jonah didn't want to go. And, and I'm seeing him starting to get it. And little by little, he's, sometimes I will leave him watch it on his own and without me being there. And then if I go and ask him as well, and I can see that the understanding of what he should apply in his life daily, it's happening. Even when he's playing his Nintendo, sometimes he will blur out like, yeah, you know, when they're playing these games, <laughs> he will blur out something that he shouldn't be saying. Like he will get all vexed with it. And I'm like, I will pause him and stop and time to reflect on what is he saying and, and what do you think that he should be saying or why do you think he shouldn't be saying those words? And then you will remember by one of the stories that he saw and then he was like, oh, yes. <laughs> and then I would see that he's, he's trying certain things like, okay, I know I shouldn't be doing this because, and then he would tell me a Bible story. So all of that, I'm trying to look for other things to encourage him. But right now I noticed like visual as well, super books. I like how they are related to the churn them having a situation and bringing a, a Bible story to it. So, yeah. Sister Rona, anything to add? I try having control over what he does and stuff like that. But now he's grown, so he's a young man. Never mind, he's with me. Uh, so I, I know now that my son has to come to a realization where he will have to accept God for himself. So sometimes we grow up our children in church and probably they're not even saved. And so I told him, if it was left up to me, 
I said, my son, I love you. And God created you for greatness. And I tried to show him those things. And I said, if it was left to me, I would give you my salvation and go and replenish. If that's how it would have worked. But you have to accept God for yourself. And though we love our children, we have to, when they reach to a certain understanding age, they would know that they would have to accept God for themselves. And when he comes to that realization, which I pray to God, I leave him in God's hands and I tell God, get his attention anyhow you want to, because it's not in my hands. Then I said, you have to give God your life. So I, all I can do now, as he's grown, is continue to, not, I don't stop with the verses. I keep giving him verses as I learn them and understand them. I would still give him the verses. And sometimes you would see him, like he would stand up and then he would like ponder on it. So I know he's getting it. Sometimes he would ask me certain questions and I would explain to him how best I know how spiritually and scripturally and I'm hoping that he would get it. So let us not stop praying for our, our adult sons and daughters and young ones coming up. Let us not stop praying for them because we know their generation is not easy. Mm-hmm. And I was speaking to a young man on my job and it seems like they are smart in one way but unwise in the other way, because some of them, if you don't know the truth, you will believe any lie. Anything that comes, you would believe. And I try to show him the difference between truth and not truth, and spiritual and non-spiritual. So he would have to come to that realization for himself. I can't force it on him. So that's why I don't understand. You're both single moms. We've established that. We both testify of Basically now waiting on God to show you the step further when it comes to family. But what if God now says, okay, I'm sending someone your way and I'm speaking of a male. I'm ready to move you to another level within your family. How would you handle speaking to your sons about such, are we talking about marriage and now we'll have a blended family? Etc. How would you deal with that? How would you bring that across to your sons? It would be very tough for me because... <laughs> yes, your yes. son is much older. Yes, and you know, when they reach a certain age, they figure that they are your parents. <laughs> so it would be very tough for me. Sister Cindy is in a position where it would probably work better for her than mm. me. So, Sister Shumel, I don't even know how I would... I would have to be sure... That yeah, is yeah. of God, first of all. But to bring it forth to him, I would have to seek counsel from yeah. different ones on that one. Yeah. yeah, I was thinking the same thing. I don't have the answer for that. I think he's young. I would first supervise, of course, how he interacts with my son and how my son like feels around him, etc., and then have that conversation of what do you think about this person? How do you feel when he talks to you? How do you feel, etc., etc.? But I don't know anybody around my baby. I don't know. <laughs> that would be very tough. I know. It would be very tough. Even though you want, you would want a partner for yourself. It would be, yeah. I think as Sister Verona was saying, I think I would add, I would, seek counseling or someone I can speak to how I could go about that situation. 
Okay. Any questions or any comments you would like to share with us when it comes to the whole aspect of being a single mom? Maybe something you want to ask uh, another single mom or a mom who's in a, in a home with both parents. Any questions or any comment that you would like to give? I would like to make a comment um, to all Christian brothers and sisters. So not, not look at us, like, so to speak, who have had children out of wedlock as damaged goods, like I said. It's hard for you to, as a married person, put yourself in our shoes, but try to find out how best you can help a person instead of bringing them down in that way because you never know what damaging things that you would say or do or act that would, how to say, how to bring the person down can damage their Christian walk. Exactly. Because everybody makes mistakes. And I have learned to forgive myself for how I went about having my son. And so forgive me too, because God already forgave me and I forgive myself. Try to be more compassionate for them and for their sake. Exactly. Because here is something that I think we all need to take into aspect. There are choices that we've made. I prefer the word choices instead of mistakes. And choices have, as you said before, positive or negative yeah. consequences. Consequences. Yeah. And all need to deal with it in that aspect. Because here's something that came to mind. Thinking of this whole single mom, we should not be chastising or putting down a single mom who's doing her best to make sure that she is instilling all that she needs to instill into her child or children. Because those of us who have children who are in the home with both parents, what if my son or my daughter brings home your son or your daughter from a single home? Am I going to say no because they came from a single home family? No, we don't know what God's ultimate design or plan is each and every child that is in our care. And as you said, it would be good for us to help another parent with their child instead of chastising or bringing down. And knowing that something can be said, as you said, either we say something negative that can do more damage or we say something positive that can be a huge upliftment or be an impact that lasts for a lifetime or more. It's definitely a community where we need to encourage one another and help one another as much as we can in the most positive way, in the way that Christ would have us to do it too as well. Yes, and also children, although we didn't get our kids the way God intended, children are still a gift from God. So now I have the responsibility to train him up the right way and put him in that path where God can use him. And sometimes they come out to be if it's God's will and they follow God's will as well, they can be big things or great things in life. And yes. so putting on the mother who's doing her best to make sure that gift that she has gotten from God and trying to do her best to do the right thing is very discouraging. So any little word or any encouraging word, a Bible verse, anything, just encourage. It's fine. Yeah. It's good. Yes. And it's also ironic that we should be on that, that little topic because remember, a pastor is a product of a single mom and look what he's become. So like Sister Sully said, we have to look at them and help and in every way we can uplift them 
and to encourage and pray that they don't go through that road of going through with peer pressure to go and satisfy the, uh, the, the needs of others uh, okay. to see you go down the journey. So from here on out, I just encourage us to move forward. So go ahead. All right. Ladies, I just want to say thank you again for being here and for sharing with all of us your journey, your struggles, your challenges, but also your faith too as well. I think we can all learn from each other and we can strengthen each other. And so I pray that you will continue to trust God on the journey that he has placed you on, but know that there are those of us out there who are willing to come alongside you and help strengthen you on your journey as you can strengthen us too as well, because I'm sure we can all share experiences and learn from each other. So may God continue to bless you both and as you continue to share with others that others will be encouraged and want to walk even closer with God, knowing that there are those who are willing to come alongside and help in any challenge, in any situation. May God continue to bless, keep and cover you both. All right. Thank you for having me and um, also thank you. I appreciate it for having me on this panel. And I pray that my life experience as a single mom can inspire somebody who is going through the same thing or similar situation. And be encouraged. Be encouraged. Yes. God is on your side. Yes. So thank you. Hello? Yes, we are finished. So we wanted to make sure that you <laughs> just are asked. I don't have anything else to add. Y'all did a good job. Let me say thank you. Thank you very much, ladies, mothers, for being so open yes. and explaining things. And hopefully somebody not only could be blessed, but could be guided by your story and your experience. And they would look at themselves and say, you know what? Let me take the advice. Yes. Let me do what's right. Yes. Let me be patient. Let me wait as well. So thank you. Thank you very much for sharing. Let's close off in a word of prayer. Sister Verona, would you help us in that area? Thank you, God, for this opportunity that you have blessed us with today. Thank you for your provision, your protection, and your guidance over our lives. And as we go through our day, we ask the Lord that you continue to provide and continue to bless us. And I pray, oh God, that this discussion that we had would help someone to be encouraged and to be uplifted in the things of God and choose Good choices, godly choices, so that it would be beneficial for them in the future. Thank you once again. In Jesus' name we pray. Thanksgiving. Amen. Amen. Thank you very much. God bless you. Take care. God bless you. Bye. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of Let's Talk. And if you have enjoyed it, don't forget to like this video. Give it a thumbs up. Share it with your friends, your family, your colleagues, and people you acquaint yourself with. Let them know. If the message was good for you, it certainly would be good for others as well.